Welcome to episode 161 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. What's up, buddy? How you doing? God, it's still such a cool intro. I'm so happy about that. I know. Thanks, Mitchell. You're the man. Totally. Thanks, Mitchell, who's going to a great school in the Midwest. Yeah. Hope you're doing well in college, my friend. And uh, yeah, so here we are, enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you got, buddy? Or our less than usual frequently. Well, now. here we are. <laughs> We haven't uh, been around in a while, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, earlier for dinner, I had a Widmere Wheat uh, Hefeweizen. Tonight, I'm drinking a North Coast Brewery, a local beer of Scrimshaw. It's a Pilsner. Nice. And I'm uh, back to my old standard, uh, Sierra Nevada Hazy Little IPA. Hazy Little Thing IPA, excuse me. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm enjoying our time. We haven't done this in a long time. And no. we'll talk more about why in a, in a couple minutes. But I want to because I haven't told the big news. No, you haven't. Oh, it's but before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and all the places you love. We're not doing the show live this week, but it's okay. It's all going to be fine. Uh, I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. And find us on all your favorite podcatchers. So, my friend, we're back. I shortened up the uh, beginning thing a little bit. You did a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be fine. It's 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 tight. Yeah, it's tighter. Um, but thanks to all our drinking buddies. Thanks to everybody who's been supporting us, even though we have not been. We've been far from consistent, but that's okay. Uh, because we've had a lot going on. A lot going on, <laughs> both personally, professionally, all the things, everything, all the things. So, uh, do we want to play? A lot of ketchup, or why don't you just announce why you've been really busy? Uh, a little bit of ketchup. I, I've been really busy because, as most of you know, we had a major hiatus for quite a few months uh, because I was unemployed and going around the country looking for work. I finally was able to settle back down in Fort Bragg, yep. and I got a job at a local elementary school where I was working in the special ed department. And all of a sudden, the school, the school administrator, the the uh, superintendent, superintendent just shows up in my class one day and says, "Hey." You're going to be teaching math from now on. I'm like, all right, what does it pay? It pays more than you make combined at all your three jobs. I'm like, all right, when do I start? So for the last three weeks, uh, well, four weeks technically, I've been uh, teaching middle school math yeah. to a whole bunch of 12-year-olds. And uh, so I've been just busy as I'll get up doing that. Well, and man, honestly, that's where I got my start. My first full-time teaching gig was middle school language arts. Actually, I meant to ask you, I think I'm in your old classroom. What room I was going to ask you. You're, I'm right next to, so by the library, if you walk down that hallway, library is on the right, you go straight, and it's that. It's not the first door on the left, it's the next one. It's the one you go straight into. No, that, that was the guy next to me. Okay, so you, you didn't have the one with the door in the back. No. You had the one next to it. Yes, the one next to it. That's mine. Oh, nice. <laughs> with That's, the weird three windows to open up yeah, and one no, open none down. None of it makes any sense. No, but the wall-shaped, the wall So Teresa Estep, uh, her class was next to me, and then Melinda McLaughlin was next to her, and to me was Wells, who had retired that. Uh, no, West, and then Wells. Yeah. Anyway. Well, actually, that first one on the left, it's, it's empty. Nobody uses it. Oh, well. Here we go. Uh, it's weird that we're in the same class that we used oh to. Man. I mean, well, it makes sense because you took over my old room. Right. <laughs> and now, ironically, yeah, I am in your old room at the high school. I know, school. right? Anyway, man, so we're back. Uh, and we probably would have recorded at least one time um, prior to this. Uh, but 
you know, Fort Bragg was on the last list of the power outages, and we were we were out for a week. Yeah, and I'm honestly, brutal. I'm guessing we're probably going to be averaging about one a month for a while. Yeah, um, just because you know it's holidays, family things, we always kind of take a break. But we've got big news for next month. We got my birthday and Star Wars happening. Right, so we always have that live after show. Um, and then I'm guessing we're still going to try to do the Jay and Silent Bob show in Sacramento on in January. I hope so. I really want to make that happen. We probably should jump on tickets, but um. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll jump on that tonight and yeah. I'll and I'll buy them. Um, so, man, I'm stoked for you. Yeah, it's awesome because I'm able to one stress less because yeah. I can actually buy food. Yeah, and um, I can actually take more part and stuff. Like, I just bought a brand new. I was I, I could never buy new clothes, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I I dropped wow big twenty four bucks and I bought a brand new. That's with shipping and handling and everything. By the way, <laughs> I bought a new shirt. I posted it to my um, my Disney Instagram. Yeah. And it's really cool. It's a soaring over California shirt that has Patrick Warburton right in the center. And of course, right above it, it has him saying, nice work, pal. Yeah, he's amazing. He is. Um, so, dude, uh, we've had a lot going on. We'll probably definitely do give you a show a month. Uh, we apologize if it's any less than that. But hopefully uh, a show a month is is what we can definitely do right now. Um, and like I said, we're just talking about geeky stuff and Honestly, just to jump right into it, we might as well, right? Let's do it. Uh, we are going to center this episode around uh, the launch of Disney+. Plus. Yep. And uh, our thoughts on The uh, the Mandalorian. So good. <laughs> which just, which came, so The Mandalorian launched with Disney+. Plus. So the wife just brought the dog in. We have a, we have a guest uh, a guest mascot today. Yeah, so my dog Dag will be in the room with this episode. You shouldn't be able to hear him because our our mics are tight, but yeah, um, the dog is in the room. But anyway, so Disney Plus uh, launched with a bunch of original content out the gate. One of them, including the Mandalorian, yep. um, another one called um, that had to do with Imagineering, which is phenomenal. It's called as the well. Imagineering story. Uh, the world according to Goldblum, and then there's um one that has to do with uh, High School Musical. Yeah, it's it's High School Musical, the musical, the show. Yeah, but and it's Kristen, um, uh, one from, uh, Good Place, Kristen, uh, Kristen she, Bell, Kristen Bell. Yes. Okay, really, because I was never a big High School Musical because it was it was later for me. But basically, the basic concept of it, yeah, is it takes place in the same world as High School Musical, but the fact that they made it big, mm -hmm. and so it's the school that they went to, performing a show called High School Musical based on the antics that happened with their original. It's a you it's, lost me at the title. It's meta meta. <laughs> it's, is what it's, it is. It's a little too deep for me, but I do love Kristen Bell though. I'm Dude, a big fan of the Good Place. A good Place, and it's so good. Yeah, Good Place is brilliant. Um. All right, so honestly, so the main one we're going to talk about this week, I watched the Imagineering one. We'll maybe I'll hold off my thoughts on that. Except, yeah, I'll be watching that this weekend. And honestly, uh, what I want to say about that is I hope it's more than the first couple episodes that I've posted. I think it will be. It's an ongoing thing. It's brilliant. The first episode centers around Walt, his influence, getting the studio going and everything else. And, um, and then it ends with his death. And then right. the second episode um, has to do with um, opening Disney World and life without Walt, and right? It's which is a big old battle in and of itself. And honestly, man, I gotta tell you, like one of my favorite things to watch is Disney history stuff. And oh like, yeah, you know one of the one of the podcasts I love talks about you know projects that weren't launched and yeah, all this Disney other stuff. Dish, right? Disney Dish podcast with Jim Hill, and I I love that. Um, but this show is brilliant, so definitely check it out, and we'll we'll talk more about it next time. Awesome. Um, but let's spend let's spend our time. Next uh, few minutes, this episode's not going to be very long. Sorry, you've probably already seen it's not very long. But uh, 
let's talk about the Mandalorian, man. Um, and Disney Plus in general. First of all, let's talk about Disney Plus. It's had a couple of issues with launch. Yeah, you know, it, to uh, be expected. Server crashes, possible expiration dates already. I was just like, a lot of it's data mindset. Take with a grain of salt. Enjoy it. We have what we have. They're gonna. If Disney does nothing, they cater to the to the to the uh, the guest. Yeah, they're gonna do what gets them money, and what's gonna get them money is giving the audience what they want. Yeah, man, and. And as far as launch goes, like I tried, I waited up and then I fell asleep. And then Nick, uh, who's been on the show before, right. uh, he texted me, said, Oh, I've been, I've been able to watch everything and stuff. And he must have got in at the right time or something. But you know, I, I had fallen asleep. And at two o'clock, there still wasn't really even an app on my, on my, uh, on my TV. So I was yeah, like, I'm the, just going to deal with this tomorrow. I know that they were having issues uh, with the, with that. The app wasn't even available on older Apple TVs. Yeah. So they're up to, I think an Apple four Apple mm-hmm. TV four now. And I don't think it was available on Apple one and two. Well, I've got an Amazon fire TV. Um, so it did, it was there the next day. Yeah. I know it was working on Roku cause that's mm-hmm. what my brother has. And I was able to download everything the next day. Um, and by then I know there were a lot of login issues that morning, but Really, what it comes down to is it's they had first ten million, I know, ten million right? subscriptions day one. Yeah. So, and even if you think at the cheapest, if everybody got the 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 major deal, which was you know mm-hmm. sixty bucks, that's six hundred million dollars they brought in for launch. Uh, day one. Day one. So, um, yeah. So I I'm excited. Uh, let's just talk about the Mandalorian now. Yeah. Um, we know it's it's uh executive produced by john favreau he's written the first two episodes i think he's writing all of them okay he's at least doing the story for it but he's having guest directors for all of them so the first director was dave filoni yeah who is the creator and director for uh rebels clone wars and rebels and i love seeing his name at the end and seeing him and favreau's name at the end on that i was like oh and it was fantastic so just the entire vibe was great it was the western vibe that solo wanted to have yeah but it still held the grittiness that Rogue One had. Yeah. I loved it. The entire vibe was cool. I'm not a huge Nick Nolte fan, but he was great. He was good, right? As the 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 little guy that helps him out. Um the intro scene of uh when the, the Mandalorian first walks into the bar and uh the cantina and uh, picks up his first uh marker um was great. It actually reminded me a lot of the intro to um the rock movie The Rundown. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah I love Where he's out down. sitting yeah. in the car talking about <laughs> listening to mushrooms and then he goes in and beats up the football team. Right. Right. <laughs> it was very similar to how he just one man walks in and just beats the crap out of an entire group. No, I love it. Uh, and I don't know. I really, this had the vibe that I think I want from an Obi-Wan series. Yes. This is like the space Western, you know, solo dude trying to like figure his stuff out and i like the way that they did the um uh the chits and stuff like yes. how how they dealt with the bounty exactly organization like, of like, bounty no. hunting it's like no that's empire credits that's not good anymore right. yeah it was really neat it's like the way well they how about that. you want the chit stuff and they're like well how about you just give me the marker and it was yeah like, they were kind of delving with into the stuff that you're gonna have to deal with when you have an entire governmental collapse with nothing to take its place exactly it was phenomenal and what I loved is it didn't actually tell you what planet they're on. No, they didn't. It makes you think it's Tatooine, too. but it's a little too, I hate to say bleak, because Tatooine yeah. is bleak, but not as sunny. There's no, it, it doesn't seem you like there's see a the dual suns. sun. But um, then there was Jawas. 
But and, there were Jawas. And then the sand crawler. Exactly. And so... It makes you think maybe it is. Right. But it still hasn't... Who knows? It could be Joku. It, it would be really interesting if it was... It turned out to be either planet, honestly, because um, one, that would mean the Zerka were on whatever planet it was because that's the Jawas acquired um, that from. stuff from, yeah. from, from the Zerka. But what was really funny, though, too, is like... The idea of like if they were to do, and I know I keep harping on this now, but the Obi, if they did an Obi Wan show, they could and there was in. a crossover kind. Well, because of thing, they've already you know? announced that this has been picked up for a second season. Yeah, absolutely. for Mandalorian, not Obi Wan. Right. Um, but I will have to say that uh, I'm drawing a uh, 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 Wolfgang. Um, oh gosh, the the documentary director that they got in to play the Empire guy, who gives him the marker. Oh. Uh, the old, the old dude? Yeah, old starts dude. with a W. Wilhelm. Um, no. No. That's the scream. We're going to be editing this part out. But no, it's it's he's a, a Werner Herzog. Damn it. Why did it take me so long? <laughs> Werner Herzog. He's a, a world-class documentarian. Uh, I think he's won a couple of Oscars. He did that uh, Cave of Forgotten Dreams. Oh, really? Okay. About the, uh, the cave paintings in France. He also did, uh, um, he did the documentary called uh, Little Dieter learns to fly which was about a a german-american pilot who gets shot down in vietnam oh okay and escapes his prisoner of war camp oh wow and is on foot for like dozens of miles before he finally escapes and it was actually turned into a a movie with christian bale called rescue dawn okay and he directed both he directed the documentary and the feature film that's cool both are excellent but anyways he very rarely write or he never very rarely acts but he's got this really is that voice german voice and it's like you could tell he's been he was the one that was the bounty hunting is a complicated profession exactly yeah yeah you could he's a a, a, an ex-imperial officer yeah that's why he's got the the gritty stormtroopers no i like that a lot um so that was really good um we should probably just talk about the the spoiler it's it's no longer a spoiler because disney's officially Mm. called it and actually named and let's and let's mark our moment right now like by the time you hear this it you know Episode three will be out or whatever. Right. We're talking about episode one and two this week, and there will be some spoilers ahead. We're not going to get probably too crazy, but please keep in mind that if you don't want spoilers for The Mandalorian, you might want to tune out and come back uh, to us next week. Right, so. and everybody's kind of treating this with respect like they did to the the, the Marvel stuff, mm. right? Where the uh, a window of... Right, but Disney's actually posted on their Twitter page this character's picture mm-hmm. and actually called him... Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, it's obviously not Baby Yoda because this takes place after no, R- Jedi. Well, after Yoda's death. But but there's already conjecture online of who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read any of those? I I don't normally do that, no. Um, but what I, I want to say a couple of things um, before you say that. Uh, my kids, I watched both, uh, both episodes with my kids. How uh, were they able to handle it? They, there's a little bit of violence. There's violence, but... They, you know, we watched Endgame in the theater together. Okay, I mean, they. uh, I mean, this kid was this this Mandalorian was throwing Jawas from fifty feet. No, no, and that was hilarious. But (laughs) um, but no, my kids, my kids are used to the (laughs) fantasy violence. You know, right? And we uh can't wait. You know what? A month from now, we're gonna go see episode nine. Um, How did they handle him chopping the guy in half with the door? I don't care about that. <laughs> like, like again, it's they, it's old stuff. Well, but that's the thing, man. And and but the one thing I want to say about it is I am watching with my kids, and the one thing they can't literally cannot get over, uh, especially in the second episode, is how damn cute this thing is. So cute. like whoever animated 
Baby Yoda needs a freaking award. Okay. Well, and first of all, you find out that Baby Yoda is 50 years old. Yeah, but it's also very hard to look at some of the things that the thing does and not be like, oh. I know, right? <laughs> My favorite part was when he uh, when he's sitting around the, the fire and the uh, the Mandalorian is, is, is trying to... Um, heal his his uh, yeah yeah i love that That and yoda keeps getting out of his little baby yoda keeps getting out of his little egg to come over and heal him because he's force sensitive and he's reaching he's trying and he just picks him up and puts him back he's like get back in there and egg. it's like you silly little thing um all right so let's get to the the conjecture uh the the most common one online is that it's an offspring of yoda and yaddle Mm -hmm. yeah um because evidently at this point this this thing is 50 years old this is supposed to take place sometime after Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you did that back dating, uh, it's about 50 years to Phantom Menace. Okay. And at the time of Phantom Menace, both Yoda and Yaddle, who are both of the same species, right. were both on the Jedi Council at the same time. Yeah. But Yaddle was off the Jedi Council by the time we got to Clone Wars. Oh, that's true. So did that. she get pregnant? Yeah. Whatever. But you got to remember, also, Yoda was a strict holder of the code would he have had would he have had a thing there's also a conjecture that um they actually aren't sentient animals there's conjecture that yoda and yellow might be sentient plant life a la groot and therefore you can have an offspring be a descendant per seed or right right without without uh, like it'd be asexual without sex right i don't know man i I like the idea that maybe, um, no, I like the idea that uh, Yoda would have stuck to his code. Right. Um, that's that's where I'm at, especially as judgy as he was with Anakin. Yes. Um, and, of course, when the whole thing with Padme happened and everything else. I mean, I like to think that I don't think that, actually, I kind of don't want this to be Yoda's kid. I want. Oh, I don't want. I, I, I would, would actually prefer if it was that there was a third species. Because if I remember correctly, I want to say there was Stop. a senator in the Senate in episode one that was of the same species, but was never named. Yeah. What if he and Yaddle had a kid, and that's why Yaddle was kicked off the Jedi Council? Possible. Yeah. Because she broke the Jedi Code. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but uh, so a couple other things. Yeah, I honestly don't care. It's a cool story. Yeah, no, it's a really cool story either way, and I do like. I love the sec. The thing I loved about the second episode was how you see that connection uh, growing, you yeah. know, between the two of them. Um, and you see the Mandalorian as hard and bounty huntery as he is, you know, looking out for obviously, but it's hard to tell because one, you never see his face. Two, you don't know if he is looking out for him because that's his bounty. Or if he actually cares, right? Right. Well, an interesting thing is that remember when the IG unit showed up, and I think this one was an IG ninety two, whereas the IG, one that IG eleven was this one an IG eleven eleven because I remember the one from Empire was an IG eighty eight eighty eight. Um. So anyway, so this one was IG eleven. This one was kept wanting to self destruct, which is hilarious. Yeah, we watched it on the subtitles. That's how I know. Oh, was it okay? Yeah. So um, but remember the IG unit said that his bounty said terminate. Yeah didn't matter whereas the the mandalorians one said less if you terminate more if you bring him in alive so every other bounty out there is terminate except for his exactly well that's what you assume right yeah so that would be really interesting um but it makes you wonder did he do it to save the the bounty or to save or to save the value of the bounty right. or to save the species 
And I think I think both those things are probably muddy right now. Right. But I think as, as we go in a couple episodes, I think um, especially once they start talking about the force and stuff like that, like um, also my my kid's favorite character is the I have spoken. Oh, oh my the God. The Nick Nolte character. Oh, yeah. my God. He's so good, dude. So good. I just they're like, why does he keep saying that? Why is he? It's like, I don't know. I say it's, that stuff to my students all the time. It's yeah, like it's, it's the end of the conversation. I've spoken. I'm done. That's yeah, it. There's this, nothing more you can say. It's I've gonna, said the things. It's all done. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was so good. Um, so man, I, I, I love that this is the start and they chose, I feel like so well, they chose so well to figure out, okay, we can start Disney plus with anything, right? We're going to have, you know, Captain Marvel. We're going to have all the whole vault. We're going to have all this stuff, but, and they said, and everyone's like, oh, well there's star Wars fatigue, there's star Wars fatigue. And they're, and they're like, screw that. Yeah. We're giving you good star Wars. Not only that, like star Wars, I think. In my opinion, I know we've only had nothing really but movies and animated series. There's never been a series. But when you have a, a series, series and you can tell a long form story like this, I feel like that really fits folks, especially uh, fans of Legends. The Legends, for example, like there's these there. Uh, the Fate of the Jedi series is like eight or nine books or exactly. something. And it's like, you know, this long form storytelling only works in a world this big only works in a TV series where you and can mess with it. Exactly. Like that, and you right? know what I love about the idea of a streaming service like this is since uh, basically since America has gone to a streaming concept, their, uh, their TV show models have started to mirror Britain a lot more. Yeah. Right. You're starting to get a lot more 10 runs, a uh, 10 episode series Shorter stuff. Yeah. And they'll run all together. They'll either run 10 straight weeks or like what Britain does, they'll run like eight straight days and then you don't see it again for a year and a half for or a something bunch, like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or they'll decide to do a miniseries. It's just two or four episodes or six episodes or whatever. Imagine if they were to do something like Heir to the Empire mm-hmm. as like a three-night, two-hour-a-night spectacle right? just to blow us away Amazing. for it and then do something two years later or something like that. They have so much stuff that they can do and do it that way, which right. I love. Well, the stuff they've already announced, though, too, is what I'm excited about. I mean, you have other Star Wars stuff, Rogue One, that kind of thing. But what I'm more excited about, I think, not more excited, but intrigued to see the variety and what we're going to get and the Marvel stuff. Right. Well, in, in genre, With, uh, within, yeah. the, within, the, within the universe. Exactly. So, uh, like WandaVision, for example, there's an article I saw. And granted, guys, if you go to the show notes, it, it may not be there. It's just it's supposed to be a short episode. It's really free form. Um, but uh, there was a, an article that said that WandaVision was going to be um, was filmed like it was shot in front of a live studio audience, right? Because it's supposed to be mimicking like a '50s sitcom, which is brilliant. Like exactly. And and like I'm really looking forward to the Loki thing. And the Winter Soldier Falcon thing. The what I mean, if. And the what ifs. I mean, they can they can go for a decade on what ifs. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? And because the what if comics have actually been running since like the 60s. Oh, yeah. Forever. And some of my favorite what if stuff has to do with Deadpool, but we don't want to get to well, that. Well, they just announced one. Uh, somebody, who was it? Uh, Jeff Goldblum, actually. Mm-hmm. He was doing an interview with somebody who was petting some dogs. And he let it slip that he had gone in to do some voiceover work as the Grandmaster. No way. For a What If episode. And it happened to be wow. an episode that involved Tony Stark. And, oh, that's awesome. And it brought in Rob Downey Jr. to do the voiceover work. So, okay. So what do we want to do now? Um, as far as The Mandalorian goes. Uh, I can't wait. Next episode's tomorrow night. 
I'm on board. Yeah, and and man, it's 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 fun. It's gritty. It's I love the fact that um we still haven't seen his face. Um yep. there's a lot Well, here. we never saw Boba Fett's face. Right. And also I like the opportunity to flesh out the Mandalorians more even i mean we get i think the most service the most info we got from the mandalorians uh, was probably in rebels and canon right right so going forward now um we we're gonna get more canon mandalorian stuff i mean and this really can go anywhere again we don't even know where these people are so i'm super stoked about it i think it's a really strong start for original disney plus content and um and, and like I said, there's other stuff that I'm watching on Disney Plus that's amazing as well. But Mandalorian is a, it's really strong, man. Yeah, and this really, is going to really be great strong. because like like this one, it could delve into the Mandalorian Guild, right? Mm-hmm. And then you could have another season that delves into the Zerker Corporation. You have exactly. another one that can delve into um, the Black Sun mm-hmm. underground mm-hmm. Uh, gangster movement. And a lot of people, a lot of Star Wars fans, uh, you know, especially fans of KOTOR and stuff like that are – we really love to see the Something black, the, the black po- sun yeah. come back. Um, exactly. Um, all right, man. So I don't really have much negative to say about it. I would have liked, um, a little bit. I would have liked one more episode to, to solidify the mentor. I think they did a good job in the second episode with the mentorship between, right. um, uh, I have spoken guy and, and the Mandalorian, but, um, it seemed a little rushed in the first episode, just as far as like I do like how le- it was flushed le- out more in the second. Yeah, learn to ride this thing, and like, why are we riding this thing? Like, whatever, um, this little horse thing or whatever. Which I find funny because it was required to get there, but not to get back. Yeah, but that, it, it, yeah. So again, there was a couple little things like that, but ultimately, the end. It was probably one of the best endings of a of a pilot episode to keep you really have you chomping at the bit. Yeah. Um, for the next, which episode. is great, the way they did that because it it released uh, November twelfth, which was a twenty uh, first, so fourteenth. Uh, yeah, so it was released on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then the second episode was released Friday, and all Disney Plus original content will re- be refreshing on Fridays, right? Because Netflix does it on on well, Netflix does their movies on Friday, tend to do their TV shows on Tuesdays. Yeah. So every Friday, and it works out well for my family. We do our pizza movie. Exactly. Night every night, every Friday, and um, the kids were stoked. They didn't know it was happening, and so Friday, I was like, "Hey guys, just guess what? Uh, turns out the Mandalorian is is comes out on Friday." It's like what? Because we had just watched it on Tuesday night, right? And they were they were amped. So That's stoked. awesome. So I would say the only critique I have, and this is just personal, is I'm not a big fan of the closing credits of each episode, oh. where they kind of switch to like the pastel style paintings. And have the oh, wind speech for it. It, yeah, it yeah. Actually, the music sounds very similar to Westworld to me. Oh, I can see that. And then I think yeah. they drag on a few extra minutes longer than necessary. Yeah, for sure. But, and that, that's just me. That's just my taste. And I did I did, I did think there was enough um, intriguing things here, especially in the setup with why these, uh, you know, these stormtroopers are still here. And they're all jacked up, but they seem to be following this guy. And right, well, why does this guy from, want this little Yoda? From a little else? spoilers that I saw earlier is later in the season we'll see a different sect of stormtroopers mm. that are like pristine oh, okay like the werner herzog group is like taking it gritty yeah yeah whereas this other group is like trying to keep the imperial and ideals and keep it all up okay and so it should be kind of interesting to see these two right. factions of former empire people yeah for sure 
I've been playing Fallen Jedi. Oh, right. How is and, it? and I'm just going to really quick impressions. Um, first of all, I bought it on PC. Uh, the controls suck for PC, honestly. Like, they're, they're really... In- they're really not great. It's geared for a controller. It really is. And um, it actually took me a while to keybind things and make it right. And then I just said, screw it. Bought an Xbox 360 controller. Um, sadly, I got the end spoiled for me from someone in a Discord channel. But that sucks. it is what it is. But um, but the one thing I do really like about the game is um, the story is great. Uh, you see um, characters from Rebels and stuff like that. Um, oh, really? So it takes place in the... It takes place uh, after Order 66. And okay, so nice. you see the Inquisitors. Basically, Perfect. the second sister and um, and that kind of thing. And it's really cool. Um, and I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. The gameplay's fun. Um, I feel like my only criticism right now of it, uh, visuals are amazing. Um, once I got the controller, um, the, the controls are a little more fluid. But my major issue really is the huge difference between story mode and the next level up. Like it really relies very heavily on parrying. And so like you have right. to time it and it was almost impossible on, you know, with a mouse and keyboard. And then once I got, now I'm trying to get used to the controller part. Right. So I, I, li- I don't like playing things on easy mode. And so I was trying to play at the middle one, but I just kept getting killed by like these <laughs> things. And like, I was dying so much. I was like, so then you, I rammed it down, finished the fight and tried to ramp it back up. And then now I'm just on story mode right now because right. I got to get the controls down. Um, but I'm, I'm not terribly far in the game. I have some friends that have beaten it um, already. And um, there's some really cool stuff in it. The story's great. It's beautiful. Um, and it's nice to have a single player RPG again, honestly, yeah, in the Star cool. Wars universe. That's canon. Yeah. So. Personally, I was able to uh, upgrade my the RAM on my computer recently. So I'm back to playing a little bit of SWOTOR. Um, I started playing um, uh, Onslaught. Onslaught. Thank you. The newest uh, um, release, Onslaught. and um, I played the first half of it, and it's a lot of fun. I'm actually playing it on a higher uh, uh, visual level, which is great. I'm hoping to be uh, updating my uh, internet over the next couple weeks, and so maybe over Christmas I'll probably buy Fallen Jedi and start playing that. Yeah, it's. Not, I mean, like I said, it's 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 really cool. Well, this is coming from somebody I never played Kotor. Yeah, I never played Kotor or Kotor Two, and uh, I just jumped into Swotor. It has kind of a Star Wars Mass Effect feel for me. A oh, okay bit, um which is which is good it's like that third person kind of over the shoulder but the worlds are really vibrant it's um there's a lot of there's some platforming issues gotcha climbing around and stuff it's it's i don't think it's gonna be for everybody but um the, the story's compelling enough um visuals are great and i'm having fun with it and now that i have the controller it's like i can just sit back in my chair and play it and it's i don't have to think about like Oh, what did I program this button to? Right. You know, and that kind of thing. A little, so. little bit of a, a quick flashback. If you remember when we were still in beta mode on Swotor, is what, seven years ago now? Hey, we were playing the, uh, the, the, we were on Huda, and we were trying to go get that, uh, that Datacron, which is over on the pipes. Oh, right. And we spent literally like two hours of me trying to platform this thing, even though it's not a very hard platform. And you're like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? And you finally asked me what my FPS was. I'm like, what the hell is FPS? <laughs> and he said, hit these keys. And like, what's your FPS? I'm like, like 1.7. <laughs> and he's like, are you? Sh- I was like, no wonder me? you can't jump. <laughs> you. It- you don't know where you're going before it renders. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. like I was jumping. It would render. All of a sudden, I'm yeah. in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that took us a while. And then I remember I got the, the upgraded video card, and I it, 
it was playing and it was like, oh, this is what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I'm glad we got to do this, man. We got to show out this month. Um, I'm really stoked to see where they go with The Mandalorian and Disney Plus. I'm having I'm having a wonderful time with it. Um, Fallen Order, I'll report back next time and I will be diving into SWOTOR next week as well because I have some time off. I'm going to do some writing because I'm deep in NaNoWriMo, but um, I am uh, trying to catch up on all the things uh, between the power outages and real life. It's been it's been a rough few weeks, man. So I got you. Uh, I'm glad we're back behind the mic. And but we're, it's, we're always, gonna, it's always fun. Yeah, but we're going to end it here. So unless you have something else. Uh, I just want to say, please remember to follow me over on. Uh, you can just search Daily Dose of Disney in any of your social medias or just uh, literally look it up at Daily Disney 1923. Um, I, I hate to break this bomb. I told Marshall at dinner that my followers on Facebook mm-hmm. is actually eclipsed as usual now. Oh, good. I'm happy about it because um, we've been around forever and it's important that, uh, the new, the new stuff, uh, that's how you, that's how you got to stay relevant, man. You're doing it. You're really doing it. I don't know how relevant it is. I mean, I basically just say, this is what happened in Disney history. Yeah, people like that. They do. I think it's important. Also, uh, the next episode you hear, if you don't hear from us before that, will be a reaction show to episode nine. Yes. Um, uh, hopefully we'll get one show before that, but we have Thanksgiving next week and, and some other stuff going on. But um, birthday special and Will's birthday and everything else. And, and it's going to be it's going to be great. So bear with us. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks for listening. Um, and uh, I'll do the outro unless you have something else. Uh, I just want to make sure everybody has a fun for God's sake. You blew it again. Can I at least say the things before you do it? <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. I'm leaving that in, by the way. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com. Email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and your favorite podcatchers. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter and Will is at I am Will Griggs. Find us on all social medias, like and share us and support the show. Do that by going to audibletrial.com slash usual podcast or the best way to do it is patreon.com slash usual podcast. And other than that, dude, you got anything else? Uh, have a fun because <laughs> I won't because obviously I can't get my timing right after a year. <laughs> oh, have a fun. And we'll see you all next week-ish. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I baited you a little bit on that. A little bit. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs>